0: Yesterday I spoke about Senior Sergeant Aaron Otway down on the Gold Coast. He'd been stood down after it was claimed he authorised officers to ram the alleged stolen car driven by a gang of young criminals down on the coast. On February 1, it's reported police were tracking about six high-risk youth offenders who were allegedly stolen an Audi uh, A or an Audi 5 and a VW as well and had attempted to carjack another one at knife point. Police had deployed their stingers. Witnesses uh, said that one officer nearly got run over uh, and one of the cars they saw drive through roadworks are on the wrong side of the road. Now, this VW drove for 18 minutes on its rims until finally it was rammed by a police car and the alleged young offenders were arrested. Now, because Senior Sergeant Aaron Otway authorised that manoeuvre and it was a manoeuvre, he's the one who's getting punished. One person who's infuriated and is dumbfounded about this, as I am, is the President of the Queensland Police Union, Ian Levers. Ian, what's going on here?
1: Well, there seems to be a great disconnect between the frontline police and senior management. It doesn't make sense. Our primary role is to uphold the law and protect life and property. Now, I've spoken with Senior Sergeant Ottaway, and what was going through his mind was the uh, the offences that have being committed... The continuation of offences, which were very serious offences. We have a motor vehicle driving on its rims on the roads because they've stolen a car with run flats, where the vehicle had to be stopped so that no person could be killed or maimed. That was his primary uh, uh, thought at that point in time. This vehicle had to be stopped to protect the people of Queensland and that was what he put into action and he put processes and procedures in place to apprehend these offenders. And to full credit, the offenders were apprehended. Mm. All, no person was injured. But what we have done is probably saved the lives of uh, innocent Queenslanders and/or police. And now, it, in our mind, is it's not too far. We need to go back to the Burke Street massacre, where people were killed and maimed because there was a great disconnect between the front line and senior management of the police force down there. We cannot let that happen. And the people are saying. The police are here to protect us. We expect them to protect us and do all they possibly can to ensure that we don't come into harm's way. And that's simply what he was doing. He was doing his job as per the legislation and uh, we apprehended uh, criminals who are causing uh, a great deal of uh, stress right across Queensland.
0: What more would he have done? What more could he have done? If he didn't do anything, he would have been copying it for not uh, doing anything and intercepting and trying to round these, these uh, little criminals up.
1: That's right. They could have uh, they could have run over someone. Uh, They could have uh, ran into uh, an innocent family who may have
0: been Mm. on the roads. So what was he supposed Uh, to do? He was just doing his job.
1: Well, the disconnect is uh, probably do nothing, and let's just look at the rights of the offenders. Yeah. And this is where I've been vocal. The rights once an offender commits a crime, they lose their rights. We've got to start talking about the rights of victims and protecting innocent Queenslanders and those who come to our state. They deserve and need to be protected and they look to the police to do it and we're doing our job. And that means apprehending these young criminals and I get tired of these uh, woke people saying... They're misunderstood youth. They've had challenges in their upbringing. Well, when they're murdering people and putting people's lives at risk, they are young criminals who are causing mayhem within our community and need to be stopped, apprehended and locked up. And I'll go further. If they're given bail, they get an ankle bracelet. And if they breach that, bail's a privilege, not a right. They go back inside So. Uh, Senior Sergeant Oliver, he was about just trying to prevent uh, people mm. from coming to further harm and to probably prevent any uh, deaths or people being maimed. It just begs belief, but uh, that's what the community expects us to do. We're happy to do it. And I'll say the community, if we didn't do our job, there would be an uproar there as well. And I think people need to uh, take stock of that.
0: What do you want Katarina Carroll, the police commissioner, to do? Because I imagine uh, amongst all police colleagues as well, there'd be a fair bit of uproar. And there'd be a bit of confusion. They'd be thinking, well, what are we supposed to do? What do you want us to do?
1: Police want to be supported to be able to do their job, and that is keep people safe and lock up criminals and put them before the courts. But so I'm urging the Commissioner to reinstate him because the decision to make to stand him down uh, was by senior police on the Gold Coast. And that's where I've said there is a disconnect. And uh, between the frontline and senior management on the Gold Coast who seem to be hell-bent on penalising um, hard-working police who are doing the right thing, and unfortunately, Senior Sergeant Ottaway is not the first police officer to be stood aside like this, because uh, other police have been when they've gone out there and just done the right thing and have apprehended criminals and trying to make it Queensland a safer place. So, we just need to understand what it is like to be a frontline police officer in 2024, because unfortunately, some senior management—it's 15 to 20 years ago that they were on the front line. Well, I can tell you. The world has changed. Criminals have changed. The environment has changed. And it is tougher now than what it ever was before. But just support us on the front line. We're doing a good job. Yes, we've got to ensure everyone's safety. We know there are are guidelines we have to adhere to. But just back us and give us a chance. But don't penalise us for doing our job.
0: It seems to me like the opposition's coming up at the harder or pledging the harder... Uh, legislation when it comes to some of the areas you're talking to to about youth criminals and punishment and uh, detention. Are you seeing any promise at all coming out of the government and Stephen Miles uh, since Parliament's resumed the last, uh, last day?
1: Yeah, I believe it. Um, it's certainly on the, the tables for the uh, ankle monitors. Uh, uh, it looks like, I believe, we'll be getting powers, uh, as I've called for, for wanding uh, in all the uh, shopping centres across Queensland. We also have them on uh, all public transport and infrastructure and safe night precincts. That is a positive. That is a deterrent. Uh, they'll be removing the, um, uh, the access or the prohibition where uh, the media can have access to... Uh, Uh, juvenile courts now so the media can report accurately about the offences that are being committed. That is a really important one because I think the community have a right to know what is taking place and uh, increasing the penalties when it comes to those carrying knives. So That's a start. Uh, They're looking at the on-country program. I think that is a positive thing but I'm also looking at other alternative Uh, education uh, methods which may be used for a long term solution so I just wish both sides of politics could work together I've got to be honest um, and get these good outcomes but I think they've got to toughen up. I do know that uh, there's some commentary from the Law Society. I disagree with them. They said last week about Premier Miles they said, oh, the judges only enact the law and if the law's not sufficient, uh, they can't do it. So now he's going to change the law to allow the media into courtrooms. Now they're criticising him for that. That's ludicrous. You can't win. But uh, there's some methods coming through and uh, it'd be good you know, for all sides of politics to come together. I know David has said he's got the gold standard. I'm waiting to see. That is really important to see what can be done. But we've got to have an immediate action, short, mid and long term solutions so we can combat this and ensure generational change.
0: You off to the first uh it's like a youth forum sitting today what are you expecting and who's going to be at that
1: oh we've got the independent ministerial advisory council this morning it's people from all walks of life which is really important uh where the goal is is what can we do to uh reduce youth crime and put processes in place to support victims uh, it is a uh, Ministerial Advisory Council which was set up late last year and hopefully with people from all different backgrounds and looking at uh, victims we can actually make some meaningful change and some recommendations to government so I'm really passionate about that, about passion about looking after the rights of victims and I can convey the, uh, the thoughts of frontline police across Queensland as well as community members Bill because I get stopped in the street and shopping centres wherever I go by people in the community saying Thank Thank you. Thank you for being a voice and sticking up for every Queenslander. So I hope I can value add to the advisory council, uh, but time will tell. But I'm hopeful. All
0: right. Great to have you uh, on the show this morning. Queensland Police Union President Ian Levers.